What's going on, family? Happy Monday. Welcome to The Faction. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you had a great week and a great weekend. Let me just tell you, there's been a lot going on. I, I really have in my head to present more content, but things have been so, so busy. I hope you guys don't mind, but we are certainly back and we are excited for what's going to be an incredible month here in the month of December. Gosh, it's December 2022. Shouts to all of you who join us so regularly on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Thank you for continuing to support what we're doing. Shouts to all of you who are joining us by way of podcast as well. If you are subscribed, thank you so much. If it's your first time, welcome aboard. And if you've been listening but you haven't hit the subscribe button, let today be the day. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And if you do, and when you do, go ahead and leave us a comment, rate us wherever you're listening to us. It allows others to pay more attention to what it is that we are doing. Okay, so there is a lot of news to cover. I want to start with AEW, believe it or not. So if you watched AEW Dynamite and Rampage, which by the way, let me just say, I think that AEW's on-screen programming for the most part, is really improving. It feels like AEW is starting at least on screen and perhaps off screen to get back to the reason why we liked them in the first place. Great wrestling matches, storytelling that makes sense, and the like. So we look on Wednesday night at the return of MJF now as the world champion. Now remember the week prior, following Full gear. The show starts off with a promo from William Regal. He is approached then by John Moxley, who tells him to go far, far away and never come back. So as this moment happens, people begin wondering, what is the status of William Regal in all elite wrestling? And so at that point, it was put out that he had a couple of years left on his contract. He wasn't going anywhere, et cetera, et cetera. Fast forward to this past Wednesday on AEW Dynamite, Regal is back. That's amazing that he is back all of a sudden. Now, granted, Moxley was ushered out of the building because of a battle that he was having with Hangman Page and they couldn't stop fighting. So it seems as though Regal would be safe. Regal comes out to introduce the new world champion MJF and we would get an understanding of what the relationship is between those two. We find out there was an email sent from Regal to MJF with MJF getting help to become the world champion, so on and so forth. A lot of things happen in this moment with this interview, which was rather lengthy, turning into a really dangerous moment where MJF pops William Regal on the back of the neck, saying that he doesn't need him. He just used him, leaves the ring. People rush to the ring because there's a lot of concern for the future of William Regal. So I'll say this. I think this did a couple of things. Number one, it really did reestablish MJF as the top heel in the company. I think that was necessary. I think MJF didn't really want people cheering him, but he looped people in for the last few months, really ever since that scathing promo back in May or so. And from there, all of a sudden, we found ourselves liking MJF, wanting MJF be to become champion. MJF becomes champion and really in one fell swoop gets us to hate him and loathe him even the more. 
But the other question is, what happens to William Regal and what happens to the Blackpool Combat Club? Well, let's deal with the latter. The Blackpool Combat Club seems to still be okay, or so it seems. There's not been any talk of breaking up this particular club, but are they still the club without William Regal? And speaking of William Regal, what happens to William Regal? After all, he was the one who put the club together, gave it its name. We wondered what in the world would happen. So remember, a week or so ago, Dave Meltzer said, hey, there was about three years left on the contract for William Regal. Now the word on the street is that indeed William Regal is done with AEW. He's apparently done. His work came to an end this past Wednesday when he was attacked. And the word is that he is finalizing a deal that has him headed back to WWE after the new year. The word is that he's expected to return in a backstage capacity, but there aren't any further details on what that particular job would entail. Now, previously, when he was in WWE, he coached at the Performance Center. He was a scout for talent all over the world. He was also the general manager of NXT. Well, a few things have obviously changed. The general manager for NXT right now is the figurehead, Shawn Michaels, who happens to be vice president of creative. So could William Regal resume his role in NXT? Seems to make a lot of sense. And we really should have gotten a hint at things going back to Survivor Series. Do you remember at Survivor Series, you know, all the talk of war games and things that happened? But Triple H sent out a very interesting tweet that said Survivor Series isn't the same without this or it wouldn't be Survivor Series without this. And it then showed a video montage of William Regal saying, War games. Now, I think we all thought, obviously, in Triple H's WWE, where they're actually acknowledging the past and acknowledging things that happened previous to now or outside of WWE, that it was a really kind gesture, but perhaps it was indeed a foreshadowing by WWE that William Regal would be returning. So with William Regal, I think it is very interesting to note that Regal did join AEW earlier this year. In fact, it was March of this year. So it's now led people to wonder, was that really a three-year deal that was signed or was it a nine-month deal that was signed? Obviously, we will know all of these things should Regal actually show up in WWE or if he shows up again on Dynamite this week. We'll find out what all of that means, I'm sure, as time progresses. But that is major news because if Regal leaves AEW to head back to WWE, I think it speaks volumes. And here's why I say it speaks volumes. We were all very, very excited to see Regal in AEW. I think Regal added a veteran-like experience and a widely respected figure that AEW needed. I think they needed that kind of thing to keep this ship making sense. And so with Regal, if he's gone, if he's headed to WWE, it speaks volumes to Triple H and his ability to bring back the people that he loves to work with. It also says a lot about AEW if Regal wasn't willing to stay. 
So very, very interesting times. And it makes sense, given how tumultuous 2022 would be, that the year would end with all of these questions about a major figure in pro wrestling like William Regal. Now, speaking of returns to WWE, we saw a very interesting return this past Friday on SmackDown as Tegan Knox returned to WWE. Now, those who may not remember, Tegan Knox had an amazing war going on in NXT with Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai, of course, part of damage control right now. And interestingly enough, Tegan Knox came out to help battle damage control on SmackDown. Tegan Knox had a very short run on the main roster before being released. At one point, her and Shotzi had defeated the tag team champions and were going to battle for the tag team title. So it'll be fun to see Tegan Knox back in WWE and on SmackDown. Now, one of the prevailing conversations we've been having on WWT Live, which you, of course, can check out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Twitch and on YouTube with our friends at Women's Wrestling Talk, we've been talking about the state of women's wrestling on SmackDown. The SmackDown women's division pales in comparison to the very star-heavy division of Monday Night Raw. Now, the one thing we did forget about in that conversation, of course, is damage control holding the tag titles and their ability to move from brand to brand. Maybe we need damage control over on SmackDown to provide some other stories in the women's roster that we would be interested in. Who in the world could team up at this particular point to take on damage control? We'll have to ultimately wait wait and see. But yeah, I think the SmackDown women's division is much, much different than what's going on on Raw. And speaking of the Raw women's division, congratulations to Bianca Belair. Over the weekend, Bianca Belair announced that she had been training for a major bodybuilding event, and the bodybuilding event took place this weekend in Atlantic City. It's called the Pro Atlantic City Pro-Am, and she got to do all sorts of really cool things from a bodybuilding perspective this weekend. Obviously, she looks great, and I had noticed that her abs were really, really doing some big things. Well, she went on and did some incredible things. She made her own gear, of course, for this, but, you know, can anything stop Bianca Belair? I think not. So she's jumped into bodybuilding. She's also announced, of course, a new reality series with her and her husband, Montez Ford. That's coming to Hulu. Lots of great moments, lots of great things happening for Bianca Belair, and it is exciting to see the real mega star of WWE. And so when we talk about that star power on Raw Women's Rost, on the Raw Women's Roster, you have her, you have Becky Lynch. Quite frankly, the entire women's war games match was on the Raw roster. That tells you volumes about what Raw versus SmackDown looks like in the women's division. So congratulations again to Bianca Belair. We'll have some more WWE conversation and some indie wrestling conversation when we come back. I've known Dylan since he was 15. I've known what a crazy fanatic he's been. He never just went and played. What are you doing? Well, you know, I gotta plan the show first. He wants to be the guy shaping. Dylan used to run shows back in his hometown, and ever since he moved to Atlanta, I know that he's been really wanting to start his own company here. I had that fear of not being what's interesting in Atlanta. I said, I'm gonna start my own wrestling promotion. You need to get in a room with this guy. Because at the end of the day, 
wrestling had grown stale in Georgia. I'm like, dude, this guy's ruffling everybody's feathers. Dylan learned that I'm impatient, and I announced that we were going to start a promotion 90 days later. And I knew that I had no content, but that I started to see all the things that he was doing. It was starting to look really professional. Gary had stirred up so much shit. We were gonna be the laughing stock of the entire city if we didn't deliver. Perception's reality. How did we get on Southern Honor? What was the process of them walking over there like, I'm gonna do that? I thought, honestly, he was dead. You hear his brain swelling. I literally thought Southern Honor was probably done. You always told me if you don't like an idea, come up with a better idea. You're telling me you won't listen to the idea? And we're gonna pack 1,000 people! I couldn't wait for an answer from Chris. We weren't sure. No confirmation. Casey Vegas is taking How about that? The lights are going out here. The first indie show I've ever done in 23 years was with Southern Honor, and now everyone's talking about this company. Nothing bigger than that's ever gonna happen here. Lord, a few minutes later. It was extremely hard to maintain relationships because I was working with Gary. I don't know that they would go to war for me. They would go to war for Dylan. Finally, this year is going to be mine. COVID. I can honestly say my last match will be here just because Southern Honor is that special to me. So many things that have happened in my life that you could write on paper and it would read as a book. And Southern Honor is just another chapter. As long as there's a been. There's a youth, there will always be an SHW. Attention wrestling fans, join us Friday, December 9th for SHW 46 live from the Action Building in Canton, Georgia. A new Southern Honor champion will be crowned in a five-way elimination scramble featuring Kyle Matthews, Gunnar Miller, Carly Bravo, Sal Renaro, and Sunny Days. The Southeast Best of Seven series continues as the working team captain Owen Knight takes on nausea-ism. Also in action, Chip Day, Jordan Kingsley, Murder One, and more. Plus, the return of Cyrus the Destroyer and Sean Legacy. Don't miss our final show of the year as we send out 2022 with a bang. Tickets go on sale at the door the night of the show at 5 p.m. Doors open at 7, bell time at 8. Witness Southern Honor Wrestling live and experience like no other. I got a lot left in the tank. What's up, guys? This is Mark here in the World's Strongest Man, and you're tuned in to the faction. Taking a look at things in WWE, it was certainly a big week for WWE on the heels of the Survivor Series. Lots of really cool things that are going on there as the WWE and NXT ultimately prepare for the last premium live event, which is NXT Deadline, featuring the Iron Survivor Challenge, which I think should be a lot of fun. We know four of the five competitors in NXT on both the women's and the men's side with the fifth competitor being determined tomorrow night in wild card matches that will happen on NXT. Certainly taking a look, one of the big pieces of news coming out of Survivor Series is that Roman Reigns was a bit upset with Kevin Owens over an unplanned spot that caused potentially a ruptured eardrum for the Tribal Chief. Now, one thing we noticed for sure, the Tribal Chief was not present on Raw or SmackDown this week, 
which really does fuel those potential claims of a ruptured eardrum. Of course, Raw and SmackDown are now pointed towards all things Royal Rumble. We've got quite the road to get there. Got to figure out how 2022 is going to end for WWE. And I think it'll be interesting. But I think as we look at WWE, the year has to be all about in-ring Roman Reigns and the bloodline. No doubt about that. But we are going to do something here on the faction that we started last year. I really enjoyed it. And hopefully you guys will participate again as we give you the opportunity in our Instagram stories to vote on the biggest story of 2022. This year has been filled with all sorts of unpredictable stories from Cody Rhodes leaving AEW to Vince McMahon leaving the WWE. Lots of stories went down and so much happened this year that you may have forgotten about it, but we will be reminding you of that in the coming days. So make sure you're following us on Instagram where we will be sharing the voting opportunities in our stories. So make sure you are paying attention to that. Before we go, I want to tell you about something really, really cool that's happening here in the state of Georgia. Actually, two really cool things. For one, it has just been announced that the Georgia Wrestling History Awards will have their first gala award show and gala so if you're unfamiliar you've probably heard us talk about the georgia wrestling history awards i am honored to for the last two years along with my broadcast partner from shw brandon benefield we have been named commentator of the year for the last two years we've won those awards now you may have wondered how those awards had been issued well those awards were issued and announced via a live podcast and i think that there's obviously space for that. I think it's really, really cool. But coming up, they're going to actually be hosting a live award show and gala. That's happening. Mark your calendars on Friday, January the 20th, 2023. It's going to happen in the Action Building where we host SHW in Canton, Georgia, right outside of Atlanta. And here's the neat thing. This gala is open to the public. That's right. You can get tickets for this event. And so we'll be talking about it on our socials. We'll be sharing the link to where you can get tickets for this on both the faction page and on my personal page so you guys can check it out. I would love to see you guys there. This is going to be, I think, the equivalent if you've ever attended the WWE Hall of Fame, if you ever had the chance to attend the Slammies, it's going to be on that level. And I, I'm really excited about this. I think it's going to be great. It's going to be an opportunity for the independent Georgia wrestling community to really celebrate each other and all that's happening. And it's been a crazy year for Georgia wrestling. So many big stories from AC Mack really taking over the world, becoming the IWTV world champion to the launch of new promotions like Battle Slam and Championship District Wrestling. Some great moments. SHW continues to do incredible things. So I would love for you to make plans to be with us in the Atlanta area for the first ever Georgia Wrestling History Award Show and Gala. It's going to happen January the 20th. 2023. It is a Friday, so you guys can make whatever plans you need to. We'll have ticket information available as tickets are on sale now, so you want to get your tickets for this 
I would love to see you guys in the place. I'll be there. I'll be there with my partners from V3. We will be presenting. I know one award and that will be for female performer of the year. So just great, great times coming up. I hope you guys can join us. And with that said, this week marks my three-year anniversary in commentary. That's right. It was the SHW show in December of 2019 where I drove up as a ticket holder and left as the newest voice of Southern Honor Wrestling. We'll certainly be talking more about that this week, but I'm just excited. It is a great, great time. And so if you haven't done so already, now's a great time to get the new merch that really commemorates my journey as a commentator. You can find it at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfied. Two great shirts there. The first one, many of you have already seen. If you haven't purchased already, it's called Bet On You. The second one is Five Seconds of Courage. Both of these shirts are really, really special to me, and I hope that they will inspire you in whatever part of the journey that you're on that you're looking to pursue. So check them out now at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfied. They make great gifts for others and gifts for yourself as well. Head over there now, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfide. All right, we're going to get out of here. Some cool things happening this week. I hope you will be a part. And so continue to follow us on the socials at The Faction Show. And you can check me out tonight and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as part of WWT Live on the Women's Wrestling Talk Channel on YouTube and on Twitch. It's a fun live show. Some of you have already checked it out, and I hope you'll continue to do that. Lots of great times ahead indeed. Until next time, family, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. I am Gerard Bonner, and this is The Faction. I lead my people, here we go.